This episode of Right at the Fork and the Gary the Foodie Restaurant Update is brought to you by Leanne Bach from M Realty. You know, I don't know about you, Court, but I've gone through a number of real estate transactions in mm-hmm. my time, and I've had some great ones, and I've had some not-so-great ones. Right. And the key is picking the right realtor right off the bat. It all comes down to the realtor when, it, when you get down to it. Right, especially in a hot market, and you, and you need to act fast, and you need to negotiate uh, from a strong position. Yeah. In, in, in a matter of days, if not half of a day, Chris, could mean thousands of dollars gained or lost. Right. And market knowledge as well. Mm-hmm. So we've known Leanne for a little while now. And I can tell you this, she's tuned into the food world. So I would say if there's anyone listening out there and they want someone who understands where they're coming from and where they want to come from when they go to a restaurant. Leanne is the one to call. And that number would actually be 503-349-7890 or go online to leannebach.com. That's L-E-A-N-N-E-B-A-C-H.com. Do it. We love Leanne, and, and she's here to support not only us, but our entire Portland food world. All right, Chris, it's that time of the month where we get to check in with Gary the Foodie for his uh, monthly food update because this guy is everywhere. Yep, we can't keep up with him, but we can if we actually talk to him and hear where he's going. Right. How's it going, Gary? Good. How are you two doing? We're good. We're doing spectacularly. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's good. To, it's always good to have you here. We're recording this a couple of weeks before it's going to come out, so I'm sure you're going to have new opportunities for the December update that we're going to overlap. Well, actually, for December, I thought go over my favorite new restaurants of the year. There you go. All right. Yeah, we're having a programming meeting right here on the podcast, live. I'm down. We're <laughs> all for it. Yep. We, we haven't discussed it that far in advance, but yes, we're, we're, we're game for that. So, um, yeah, so, it's been uh, an eventful uh, month for me in dining. Good. And well, I, I've had a few, too. I want to catch up to you a little. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Because you've... You know, last time you were on, you said, have you been to these places? And I got really tired of saying no. So I did a little homework or a little eat work and caught up. So I've had a few experiences that you had earlier. And actually, we caught up. We'll start with the one where I caught up with you and we did that shot together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great night. Thank you. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, and we, I found out who Jack Nance was. <laughs> that night, right? The yeah, the right. drink that's called Who is Jack Nance? And it's it's something like I've never had before. It's got a it's a mustard based well it's got a mustard flavor to right. it. Right. And this and the cocktails are all from Adam Robinson. Right. Thank you for mentioning that. And what Deadshot is, if people don't remember from last time or haven't been there, it's a Monday night pop up where they hold hold fast dining. So it's their opportunity to have people just show up without a reservation or a ticket. And enjoy some casual cocktails and some bar food. And if you like Adam's cocktails, and I know it's only one day a week, but if you want to catch up with Adam at a, one of his other places of work, he's been at Expatriate for a little while. So you might want to go visit Adam at Expatriate. Love Expatriate. Court, have you been to Expatriate yet? I have not. 
We need to get you out. We have to hijack you from your family. Right. right. For a couple of nights and just get you, just take you out. Chris, who's going to get the girls to dance class? (laughs) Gary, you want to fill in for him? I'll take court out. Oh, isn't that what wives are for? <laughs> oh, hey. Ow. 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 Just, kidding. Yeah. just kidding. You can send the uh, emails to Johnson. Gary the Foodie. <laughs> just, so sorry, the other one that I went to, I'll, I'll move this along. The other one that I went to was um, Tusk. And right there was the night before Michael Zussman reviewed it and didn't give it a great review. And I was kind of disappointed by his review because I loved the place. I thought it was great. Um, I, yeah, there are many things to um, enjoy. About that menu and sure. the space. See, for me, you know, this, the, the, not only were the things on the menu great, I had the halibut, the beet cured or beet cured halibut skewers, which were fantastic, and uh, that salad of apples and pistachios was great. And I loved the dessert. The uh, what did I have? The semolina and delicata cake, which I thought was spectacular. And uh, our friend Michael didn't give it a great review. We need to have him in here and, and quiz him on this. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> well, no, we can do that. We will do that. And uh, But I really liked the space, and the vibe was really nice. They lightened it up. Um, it was a little different. I got right in there. I didn't have to wait online. Um, it was about 8.30. Right after Deadshot, I went. I tried yeah. to kill a few birds with one stone, um, and that was good. And then the other place, have you been to Altabira? Not yet. That's um, David Machado's restaurant. Yeah, yeah. We just actually had him on the on the podcast, and uh, I went there for lunch with a friend of mine and um, really enjoyed it, and the view is fantastic. So, Heard about the view. Pardon me? Heard about the view. Yeah, the view is great, and uh, I just had a brat for lunch, but I say just, I really enjoyed it. It was one of the most, it was, it was spectacular with um, some really good potato salad, too. So that was good. And then the other place I went, we've talked about pizza, Scotty's. Yeah, I love Scotty's. Isn't that Our- great? It's, crust. it's a cute little spot, and uh, I went with my son just for a quick uh, down-and-dirty pizza, and it was delicious. Really liked it. Uh, I always order a sausage. That's my thing. Uh, it's one of my favorite pizzas in Portland, Scotty's. Yeah, that's why I mentioned it. I knew that you had said that before. So I'm trying to catch up with you, buddy. Oh, All right, set, set the bar higher so you give us something else to work for. Well, I ventured to a couple of new restaurants in town. The first being Afuri, um, which is about four blocks from Renata in southeast Portland. What is it called again? Afuri. Flurry. Afuri. 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 Right, right, right. And they have, I think, about six locations in Tokyo. And their location here is their first in the, United, in the U.S. Mm. It's a gorgeous, beautiful restaurant. I don't know what they spent on their build-out, but it, it was a lot of money. Um, it's it's Those furners. Yeah, those furners. But um, I'm glad they're doing it because they're, um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a stunning restaurant. And I think most people will go for the ramen, of which I believe there are four. They're most famous for the Shio, Shio Yuzu restaurant. I oh, excuse me, Shio Yuzu ramen. And it's a very subtle broth. Um, they're not making their ramen in-house quite yet. I think they're still using sun noodles, but their intent is to make their noodles in-house at some point once they get the equipment. Hmm. And I don't know when that point is. But uh, their the spicy ramen is just <laughs> so, so spicy. But it's, it's, it's good. Um, the, the, lines in, the lines have been ridiculous at the free. 
I went. I tried to go last Sunday. As I got there at five fifteen, they opened at five. I missed that turn. They said, "Oh, an hour wait." Wow. We said, "Oh, no thanks." We went off to Kashka instead. Well, that, that's some consolation. Yeah, it is. There you go. But it's it's <laughs> too it's, bad. It's some, I, you know, this is a big restaurant. It's not a small restaurant, and yep. it's just one of those things where it's just right now it's just super hot. It's just it's hard to get in. Wow, I didn't know that. I had to even ask you what it was. It didn't ring a bell until you actually enunciated it, or our transmission allowed me to hear it a little better anyway. Uh, the, the, uh, one of my favorite um, items on the menu, uh, even more so, even more than the ramen, is their saba, their mackerel, is delicious. Okay. So I, that was that'd be the first thing I would order from from uh, free. I've been a couple of times. I'm going to try to go again this week, or next, not this week, next week. Uh, and we have, hopefully my fingers will be crossed, and we'll see what happens. Well, I think once this podcast uh, streams, we can get it to the owners of those folks, and then you can get a chair with your name on it. <laughs> have a name in every, have a plaque, little plaque on every single chair in every single restaurant in Portland. Oh, I think go. so. Yeah. I went to Notoguro, and I did not, I forgot to take a picture of your plaque at Notoguro. When did you go? Uh, oh, that's another one I didn't mention. I went right when I got back from Spain, so it was right after we, um, right after we talked last time. Or I didn't mention it. I don't know. It was great. I just went. I went by myself, and uh, I loved the space, and uh, it was a beautiful evening. Okay. Yeah, I love that place. The next place would be Headwaters from Vitali and Kim Paley. Oh, I forgot to mention that. You've I been there, there too last week. Yes. He is catching up to you, Gary. Well, yes, I was going further back. What I was doing was going back in my memory to when. Gary mentioned all this stuff, sure. so this was new. I just went the other night. Yeah. So go ahead with Headwaters. But I, Your impression. I've gone three times so far. Ah, three. And, uh, he's got to be. And <laughs> it, 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 the me- I counted the number of items on the menu. Mm-hmm. There are 50, 52 items on the menu. 52. That's simple for a new place. Uh, it's, it's, it's challenging to create consistent dishes when you're new and you're ridiculously busy. I went on the second night. They were doing close to 300 covers that night, which wow. is close to max. Yeah, for them, um, and it, uh, it, it's 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 a challenge. Uh, there are some really, really, really good dishes that one needs to order. My favorite is the Ligurian style mussels. It has some mortadello in it, tomatoes, and it's, it's, it's tomato sauce, and it's just it's luxurious. It's 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 just it's something I just would all I would eat it every day if I could. Um, I have a couple. Can I? Are you yeah. going to keep going? I got a couple of dishes that I thought yeah. were just fantastic. Um, one was the, and I had to look up my Instagram feed because you know how I am with with remembering actual ingredients and dishes. But uh, the the beet cured smoked salmon with the crackers. Me too. Was just has a herring spread too. The herring spread was with the schmear. Yes, was fantastic. And then my other favorite was the striped bass crudo. Did you have that? No, I did not. I had the kingfish with Polynesian flavors, which I enjoyed. And the scallop. Did you have the diver scallops with truffle vinaigrette? I did not. I did not. Uh, Nope. I stopped at a certain point. I'm not like you. I I usually stop at three or four things. I don't go on to 26. It adds up. Yeah, (laughs) it can. It's not a cheap place. No, but I did okay, really, by myself sitting at at the sea bar and ordering a few things. It really wasn't bad. Uh, yeah, and they've done a, just a spectacular job with re-energizing, redesigning that space. It's vibrant now. 
Uh, Kim said that she, when, I, when we saw her on Friday night, she said that it was, it was a bit, the, the noise is, is, you can get, I mean, it's, it's, it can be a loud restaurant, but they're going to install um, some noise dampeners, which we, will help. We just discussed that with Mr. with Chef Machado about mm-hmm. how that works in a restaurant, and you, you can't know until it's open. Correct. So you have to fix that. Uh, I'm going to mention one other thing that I thought was fantastic um, and let you go on. The Pablano aioli that, aioli that came with the shrimp was, I wanted to get a jar of it. It was really good. And I'm really glad to be able to actually keep up with you a little bit in these discussions. <laughs> so I'm not just sitting here listening. Did you and Court go together? No. no, no. I, wasn't, I wasn't invited. You oh. are always invited, Court. <laughs> Court and I do no, lunches when, once in a while. When I, when I say, Gary, that who's going to take the girls to dance tonight, <laughs> I literally mean it. my girls are in dance every night of the week except okay. for Sundays. So. Yeah. I can get him out to a lunch. I got him to um, regret not going with me last time because my little post-podcast ritual has become going down to Pine Street Market and getting a slice of Trifecta Annex pizza. Oh, yeah. I like that. It's the perfect amount for me, and I'm satisfied, and then I'm done. So uh, I posted that on Instagram, and Court showed a little regret. Yep. Cool. So mm-hmm. we might do that today. We'll see. Uh, well, and also, um, back to Headwaters, they, they, they do uh, breakfast, lunch, breakfast brunch. And I went to brunch at Headwaters yesterday and had it was a seafood and chicken sausage fideo for breakfast. Wow, that sounds and good. It, it's they have some items on the menu that are un- unlike what you'll find around town. And they were, of course, very busy on a Sunday, right when they open at 8 a.m. Well, that's good to know that they're open. They're busy at 8 a.m. Yeah, they're going to be busy for a while. Good. Um, and, and I'm going to throw this in there. By the time this streams, I'm going to suggest people check out PortlandFoodAdventures.com because we should have a Headwaters mm. PFA coming up in January. There we go. Not done yet, so... I could be sticking my neck out there, but I'm going to ask Vitaly to listen to this if it didn't happen, and uh, and give me a buzz. Gotcha. And um, that's it for new restaurants, but I also want to talk some some of the things I've eaten recently that I've really enjoyed. Good around town. Um, the Menudo um, at Angel Food and Fun mm-hmm. is it's delicious. It's like a spicy tripe soup. So I recommend that An- another one is the beef tartare at dame restaurant it's my favorite tartare in the city right now that is on the top of my list of places to go court mm. let's go come on are we talking we about right it. now maybe the I... girls can dance there maybe, maybe all right we'll stop i'll stop we're probably <laughs> annoying listeners at this point it, it, i would i would highly recommend you going to dame it's, it's one of my favorite new restaurants in the city now and we want to have dana on the podcast too and I also had a shrimp and sweet corn ravioli and a tomato broth from Coquine. That is relatively new on the menu. So run over to Coquine, sit down on the bar or a table, and order the shrimp and sweet corn ravioli. How is, how is it to get into Coquine these days? I know it was rough for a little while. And, uh, Fridays uh, and Saturdays are always going to be um, challenging. If you're willing to go really early or later, that's... They're open really late. I mean, I think the last seating might be 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people want to eat at 10 p.m. on a weekday. Probably not very many. But the, the bar is always open to walk in. Okay. There are, I think about five or six seats there. 
That's what you and I did last time. That's the last time I was there, I I shamefully admit, but it's been a while. So, yeah, I mean, it's not the the easiest restaurant to go get into, but it's easier than a furry. Oh, my God. I'm still shaking my head about a furry. You got to get there at five. You got to get there right at five. Uh, no, or earlier. That was that a was furry? not early enough. I, I'm hearing people are lining up at four thirty. I'm hearing someone got there at five, and there are like sixty people outside the door. Wow, how how much better can that ramen be than somebody else's? I don't get that. Well, uh, well it's still not my favorite ramen in town. What is your favorite ramen in town? Chaos um, Tan Tan Ramen, um, which is I get it medium spicy. I had it like last week too. Okay, uh, went back again. And so we I are like taking note of, on how you pronounce ramen. Uh, I I I pronounce it like a gaijin would probably. Right, is yeah. maybe more more proper. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh, it's not the right way. Uh, probably not. Oh, okay. I'll just keep calling it ramen then. Yeah. Um, and I also want to talk about some. You know, over the last week, week and a half, two weeks, there've been a bunch of robberies at various food car food pods around town. Yeah, so, very sad. Yeah, one by my house. So I just want to encourage people if they can to. Go out and support the, the the food carts that have gotten hit by the robbers. Like in my little area near me, there was Pastrami Zombie, Sherpa Nirvana, and Mr. Benny's. And, and you know, by the way, I you know I haven't really talked about Sherpa Nirvana recently, or at all, maybe at all. I probably haven't. It's this little food cart that serves one mostly well, just one thing: momos, which are um, dumplings. And I I enjoy the beef momos. In fact, if they're still if they're open after I after this after I take after I record this, you're I'm heading there. Walk over there and yeah. try to get some momos. That's why you do the podcast to to jar your memory for food yeah. ideas. Yeah, I, I would recommend those momos. Everyone knows about pastrami zombie. I I haven't been there, and I was invited to go to a pre-opening, and I sadly didn't make it. But you make a great point because not only did these places get hit with vandalism and and the problems of dealing with that, they're right now going into their tough season. Right. Yeah, and so uh, yes, um, let's let's patronize food carts and let's get Brett on here again to talk about some places that people should go. And Gary, I'm sure you know them too. Uh, I'm not I'm not the biggest food cart person in the world, but you know him a little bit. We did okay. a little food cart not tour Brett. one day. We have to do another one of those food cart things. Maybe we can get Cord in on that because it's an afternoon thing. No dance, no dance class. Um, and uh, what, okay, now I want to talk about if hopefully I have time to talk about some things that are a little bit outside of Portland. But well, yeah. let me start with my favorite chocolate. In it, it's just, they're simply my favorite chocolates I've ever had. They're just they're amazing. They're called it's from La Forêt, L A F O R E T. It's L A space F O R E T. They're in Napa. I, I don't. I've never actually gone there. I just get. I just order online, mm-hmm. and they have seasonal allocations. Um, four, four seasons, four allocations a year. They're the most amazing, amazing chocolates you'd be able to buy. Like this allocation for fall, the 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 theme was Spain. Mm. So there was actually like a, a, a chocolate called paella. Mm. It was saffron scented hazelnut cream topped with puff Valencia. Rice and white chocolate melt away in a dark chocolate cup. Jose Chesa, are yeah. you listening? Come in, Jose Chesa. <laughs> There's something called Mr. Corn, and it was delicious. It tasted like corn. It was from it's Chef Ramon Morata's 
innovative blend of Spain's favorite toasted corn snack and hazelnut praline in a Valrona 70% dark chocolate shell with yellow speckles. I do, those are just a couple of, white, of like 12. These are the most intricate, intricate complex chocolates you'll, 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 you'll be able to find. They're, they're not cheap. They're $72 for a box of chocolates and another $24 for, for delivery. But Wow. Gary, I can thank you in advance for going that far out of your way for Christmas for me. There we oh, go. you're welcome. <laughs> we should, unfortunately, I ate your Christmas present. Oh. You know what? And you know what? It comes back because you, you, you reported on it on the podcast, and we love that. So we got something out of it, mm-hmm. too. But yeah, if, you, if, if anyone's interested in some of the best chocolates money can buy, then, you know, go, go to La Foray. Cool. Great. And yeah. what else? You sounds like you got an, you you mentioned a couple of places outside. You, well, you said a little to, outside Portland. Napa I went to is San not. I was in L.A. This, this past month, well, in October, mm-hmm. and I went to this place called Yazawa, in Beverly Hills. And what they do is they they have access to their they have like a, a I think they have like a place where they where they raise like wagyu cows in Japan. They have like four locations of the world: Singapore, Milan, Tokyo, and I, I think the, the fourth place might be Dubai. And I went in and um, I did the A5 Wagyu tasting. It was like $120 to get like eight ounces of meat. And it was perfect given that I had other meals that night. But it was <laughs> truly amazing. Because you didn't spend quite enough. No, well, I, you can spend as much. You can spend $500 there if you want mm. just on meat. It's 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 it it was fantastic, fantastic. So it's very simple. I mean, let me, like, let me ask a you. Just in front of you, you you could grill it yourself, or you have them grill it. I said, well, given how much we're spending, I think you bet you guys better grill it. Right. All right. So it's one thing for you to say that that it's that it, that that's worth it. So can you put yourself in the shoes of the average diner who likes good food, and would you say it is completely worth it? For someone to spend $120 on an eight-ounce piece of meat, and they should do that. Yes, for that. Yeah, but you yeah. would do that. See, that's it's but easy it's for memorable. you to say. I, I still haven't. It, is, it was simple, but it was memorable. I, I mean, I mean, there are places in Portland that are about that. And that's the criteria that it's really memorable. So great. Yeah, yeah. Um, granted, only eight ounces. Of, yeah, it was only eight ounces. Yeah, that's better than four and, <laughs> or five. I would, yeah. If, yeah. if, if uh, that was the only meal that night, I probably would have. Run to Domino's. Oh, you would have been very hungry. But I've been known, <laughs> you sent me that one dish, and we've talked about it long ago, where it was like a twirl of pasta around your fork for $50 once. So like, that, was it, it, was, it, was, it was at Osteria, Osteria Franciscana. Yeah, maybe. And it, was, uh, it was like Tegletelli. <laughs> or Tegletelli. So, it, it might have been like 50, 60. Yeah, it was what, that. 40, it was 40, like, 40 or 50. It yeah. was one twirl around your fork. Yeah, it was great. Was it. I loved Double it. Bites. It's great. So, anything else? We got a couple of minutes, and um, just Destroyer from Jordan Kahn in Los Angeles. Love that title, Destroyer. That yeah. is only open it's, for breakfast and lunch. Is that a Don, um, is that a Donald Trump restaurant? Oh God, Jordan Kahn is the anti Donald Trump. Well, I meant just the name. Yeah. The dis- well, he, Destroyer. He 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 was <laughs> he used to own Red Medicine in L.A. and it closed, and this is his next foray after a few years off. He's a great restaurant namer. Yeah. Red Medicine. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And Destroyer. Dramatic plating, unique flavors. I had like a beef tartare with smoked egg cream, pickled mushrooms, and radish. 
Um, there was an English pea dish, di- dish that was also quite sublime. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite new restaurants in America, Destroyer, only open for breakfast and lunch in Culver City in, in California, just in, actually in Los Angeles. How, so, many, how many days did you spend there? Uh, 16, 17 hours. Oh, and how many restaurants did you go to? One, two, I think five. Very nice. There we go. That's an average of one every... Uh, two hours. But that doesn't include sleep. Two and a half. Yeah, yeah. two and a half. One right. every two and a half hours. Keep, so, keeping Los Angeles uh, in, in business. Yep. Single-handedly. Uh, yeah, I didn't get really talked about San Francisco, but I've been to maybe at a certain point later on. Uh, it'll still be there. So um, had some had some amazing, truly. Um, Just give us one highlight there. Qua. Qua. Not to be confused with key. Not to be confused. The closed place in in Austin. Qua. How do you, is that? Q U A. C O I. Oh, C O I. And it it, you, it the chef. What the chef owner um, was Daniel is well, Daniel Patterson still owns it, but um, last year he, um, he decided to step away from the kitchen because he's also opening up local with Roy Choi, mm-hmm. Roy Choi, um, which is like the fast food thing that's taken off, that's getting so much press. Um, so Daniel decided to spend all to spend more time with his family and to spend more time on local. He has like six other rest, five or six other restaurants. Um, so he handed the reins over to Matt Kirkley, who came from L2O in Chicago, which is my favorite seafood restaurant at the time. And now Claw is my favorite seafood restaurant in the United States. Yeah, and that's, a, just, that's, a high, that's high praise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah he, he was, he's the second youngest chef in America to attain two stars, he, two Michelin stars. He was 28 years old when he got a second Michelin star. He's in his um, early 30s now. And um, he... Also, I mean, the, so the, the the plating. He's the no one does presentation better than Matt Kirkley in the United States. His presentations are dramatic, and uh, his his seafood dishes are are incredibly memorable. One of the best restaurants in America. It will get three Michelin stars at some point. It, the the pastry chef there is Nick Muncy, who's doing who's made the transition from working for Daniel Patterson and his, what he wants for dessert. And now something more classical, which is what, the way, which is Matt's style when it comes to desserts. And Nick Muncy is one of the, maybe my favorite pastry chef in America right now. And he's like 26, 27 years old. Um, so so young, so talented. And I love Qua. So if you ever get a chance out there, diners, diners all out, just go to Qua, San Francisco, COI. You'll enjoy it. Right next that, to the strip club. That's a, well, that, well, then even better. And they'll feel you in Portland. Then. There you go. Yeah. Um, that sounds great. You've so to recap really, at, uh, just to recap for folks who weren't weren't writing this down, places to go: a furry, headwaters for sure, Angel Food and Fun, Dame and Coquine, and what was the the food cart that has the momos? Sherpa Nirvana. Sherpa Nirvana. Okay, great. So those are the places in Portland. Gary, thank you so much. We and pre- KOs. Don't forget KOs. KOs? Yeah, ramen. Oh, that's right. His, fa- his favorite ramen. Oh, KOs. Yeah, yeah. his favorite ramen. Mm-hmm. And that, how's that spelled? K-A-O? K-A-Y-O. K-A-K-O. KOs. K-O, Gary. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So much. All right. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll look forward to your recap for the year, and we'll a lot more some, some more time. Thank you. All right, Gary. Thank you. Bye, Court. 
Right at the Fork is supported by Upserve. Upserve is the cloud-based restaurant management system serving up everything you need to know to run a smoother operation and exceed guest expectations. It's your restaurant. Run it like you mean it with Upserve. Visit Upserve.com to request a demo today. Tell them you're a Right at the Fork listener and get special pricing. The Chew Dining Club. Chew Dining Club gives you rewards and intel from Portland's best restaurants. Check in at participating establishments and you'll get rewards you want, like free pizzas, beverages, and extended happy hour deals, plus exclusive information and invites to fun food events. Chew. Find it on iTunes or Google Play. Leanne Bach of M Realty. Choosing the right realtor can make or break the buying or selling experience in real estate. Leanne Bach is in tune with the ever-changing Portland landscape especially as it pertains to our food and restaurant world. Why not work with someone who's in step with you? Find Leanne at LeanneBach.com. L-E-A-N-N-E-B-A-C-H.com. And by Zupan's Markets. Unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and craft beer, emphasizing locally sourced items. Zupan's has been inspiring food lovers and local chefs for over 40 years with the very best Northwest bounty in Portland. West Burnside, Southeast Belmont, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Zupan's Markets. Love your food. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at foodpodcastpdx or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com.